because as long as the mind remains absorbed in fruitive work for material enjoyment, there is no chance of getting out from conditioned life or material bondage. No one should follow the suicidal policy of neglecting one's supreme task of attaining the highest perfection of life, namely going back home, back to Godhead. SB 1.15.40 Text 40 Text Visrajaya Tatra Tatsarvam Dukula Valle Adikam Nirmano Nirahankarasanch Inasis Abandana Word for word meanings Visrajaya, relinquishing, Tatra, all those, Tat, that, Sarvam, everything, Dukula, belt, Valaya Adikam, and Bangles, Nirmama, uninterested, Nirahankara, unattached, Sanchina, perfectly cut off, Asis Abandana, unlimited attachment. Translation Maharaja Yudhisthira at once relinquished all his garments, belt and ornaments of the royal order and became completely disinterested and unattached to everything. PURPORT To become purified of material contamination is the necessary qualification for becoming one of the associates of the Lord. No one can become an associate of the Lord or can go back to Godhead without such purification. Maharaja Yudhisthira, therefore, to become spiritually pure, at once gave up his royal opulence, relinquishing his royal dress and garments. The kasaya, or saffron loincloth of a sannyasi, indicates freedom from all attractive material garments, and thus he changed his dress accordingly. He became disinterested in his kingdom and family and thus became free from all material contamination, or material designation. People are generally attached to various kinds of designations, the designations of family, society, country, occupation, wealth, position and many others. As long as one is attached to such designations, he is considered materially impure. The so-called leaders of men in the modern age are attached by national consciousness, but they do not know that such false consciousness is also another designation of the materially conditioned soul. One has to relinquish such designations before one can become eligible to go back to Godhead. Foolish people adore such men who die in national consciousness, but here is an example of Maharaja Yudhisthira, a royal king who prepared himself to leave this world without such national consciousness. And yet he is remembered even today, because he was a great pious king, almost on the same level with the personality of Godhead Sri Rama. And because people of the world were dominated by such pious kings, they were happy in all respects, and it was quite possible for such great emperors to rule the world. SB 1.15.41 Text 41 Text Vakam Juhava Manasi Tat Prana Iter Katam Ratayav Apanam Satsurgam Tampan Kabhayajahavit. Word for word meanings. Vakam, speeches, Juhava, relinquished, Manasi, into the mind, Tat Prana, mind into breathing, Iter Kat, other senses also, Tam, into that, Mrataya, into death, Apanam, breathing, Satsurgam, with all dedication, Tam, that, Pankav, into the body made of five elements, high, certainly, Ajahavit, amalgamated it. Translation. Then he amalgamated all the sense organs into the mind, then the mind into life, life into breathing, his total existence into the embodiment of the five elements, and his body into death. Then, as pure self, he became free from the material conception of life. Purport. Maharaja Yudhisthira, like his brother Arjuna, began to concentrate and gradually became freed from all material bondage. First he concentrated all the actions of the senses and amalgamated them into the mind, or in other words he turned his mind toward the transcendental service of the Lord. 
he prayed that, since all material activities are performed by the mind in terms of actions and reactions of the material senses, and since he was going back to Godhead, the mind would wind up its material activities and be turned towards the transcendental service to the Lord. There was no longer a need for material activities. Actually the activities of the mind cannot be stopped, for they are the reflection of the eternal soul, but the quality of the activities can be changed from matter to the transcendental service of the Lord. The material color of the mind is changed when one washes it from contaminations of life breathing and thereby frees it from the contamination of repeated births and deaths and situates it in pure spiritual life. All is manifested by the temporary embodiment of the material body, which is a production of the mind at the time of death, and if the mind is purified by practice of transcendental loving service to the Lord and is constantly engaged in the service of the lotus feet of the Lord, there is no more chance of the mind's producing another material body after death. It will be freed from absorption in material contamination. The pure soul will be able to return home, back to Godhead. SB 1.15.42. Text 42. Text. Tribhatva kapam kapvam tak kapv juvan munah sarvam admani ajahavid brahmani admanam avaya. Word for word meanings. Triv into the three qualities, katva, having offered, kat, also, pam kapvam, five elements, tat, that, kat, also, akav, in one nations, ajuvat, amalgamated, munah, the thoughtful, sarvam, the sum total, admani, in the soul, ajuhavit, fixed, brahmani, unto the spirit, admanam, the soul, avaya, unto the inexhaustible. Translation. Thus annihilating the gross body of five elements into the three qualitative modes of material nature, he merged them in one nescience and then absorbed that nescience in the self, Brahman, which is inexhaustible in all circumstances. PURPORT All that is manifested in the material world is the product of the Matatavavayakta, and things that are visible in our material vision are nothing but combinations and permutations of such variegated material products. But the living entity is different from such material products. It is due to the living entity's forgetfulness of his eternal nature as eternal servitor of the Lord, and his false conception of being a so-called Lord of the material nature, that he is obliged to enter into the existence of false sense enjoyment. Thus a concomitant generation of material energies is the principal cause of the mind's being materially affected. Thus the gross body of five elements is produced. Maharaja Yudhisthira reversed the action and merged the five elements of the body in the three modes of material nature. The qualitative distinction of the body, as being good, bad or mediocre is extinguished, and again the qualitative manifestations become merged in the material energy, which is produced from a false sense of the pure living being. When one is thus inclined to become an associate of the Supreme Lord, the Personality of Godhead, in one of the innumerable planets of the spiritual sky, especially in the Lokavrandavana, one has to think always that he is different from the material energy, he has nothing to do with it, and he has to realize himself, as pure spirit, Brahman, qualitatively equal with the Supreme Brahman, Paramesvara. Maharaja Yudhisthira, after distributing his kingdom to Pirixit and Vajra, did not think himself emperor of the world or head of the Kuru dynasty. This sense of freedom from material relations, as well as freedom from the material engagement of the gross and subtle encirclement, makes one free to act as the servitor of the Lord, even though one is in the material world. This stage is called the Jivanmukta stage, or the liberated stage, even in the material world. 
that is the process of ending material existence. One must not only think that he is Brahman, but must act like Brahman. One who only thinks himself Brahman is an impersonalist. And one who acts like Brahman is the pure devotee. SB 1.15.43 Text 43 Text Word-for-word word meanings Siravasah, accepted torn clothing, Niratarah, gave up all solid foodstuff, Batavak, stopped talking, Muktamurdhajah, untied his hair, Darsayan, began to show, Atmanah, of himself, Rupam, bodily features, Jada, inert, Unmada, mad, Pisikavat, just like an urchin, Anavaksamanah, without waiting for, Nirigat, was situated, Asranvan, without, hearing, Badhirah, just like a deaf man, Yatha, as, if, Translation. After that, Maharaja Yudhisthir dressed himself in torn clothing, gave up eating all solid foods, voluntarily became dumb and let his hair hang loose. All this combined to make him look like an urchin or madman with no occupation. He did not depend on his brothers for anything. And, just like a deaf man, he heard nothing. Purport. Thus being freed from all external affairs, he had nothing to do with imperial life or family prestige, and for all practical purposes he posed himself exactly like an inert mad urchin and did not speak of material affairs. He had no dependence on his brothers, who had all along been helping him. This stage of complete independence from everything is also called the purified stage of fearlessness. SB 1.15.44 Text 44 Text Yudis imprevivesisam gadapurva mahatmadihardi brahma param dhyan mavartida yatogada. Word for word meanings. Yudisim, the northern side, pravivisasam, those who wanted to enter there, gadapurvam, the path accepted by his forefathers, mahatmadih. By the broad minded, hardi, within the heart, brahma, the supreme, param, godhead, dhyan, constantly thinking of, mahavartida, past his days, yada, wherever, gada, went. Translation. He then started towards the north, treading the path accepted by his forefathers and great men, to devote himself completely to the thought of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And he lived in that way, wherever he went. PURPORT. It is understood from this verse that Maharaja Yudhisthira followed in the footsteps of his forefathers and the great devotees of the Lord. We have discussed many times before that the system of Varnasrama Dharma, as it was strictly followed by the inhabitants of the world, specifically by those who inhabited the Aryavarta province of the world, emphasizes the importance of leaving all household connections at a certain stage of life. The training and education was so imparted, and thus a respectable person like Maharaja Yudhisthira had to leave all family connection for self-realization and going back to Godhead. No king or respectable gentleman would continue family life till the end, because that was considered suicidal and against the interest of the perfection of human life. In order to be free from all family encumbrances and devote oneself cent percent in the devotional service of Lord Krishna, this system is always recommended for everyone, because it is the path of authority. The Lord instructs in the Bhagavad Gita, 18.62 that one must become a devotee of the Lord at least at the last stage of one's life. A sincere soul of the Lord like Maharaja Yudhisthira must abide by this instruction of the Lord for his own interest. The specific words Brahma Param indicate Lord Shri Krishna. This is corroborated in the Bhagavad Gita, 10.13. 
by Arjuna with reference to great authorities like Asiddha, Dibla, Narada and Vyasa. Thus Maharaja Yudhisthira, while leaving home for the north, constantly remembered Lord Shri Krishna within himself, following in the footsteps of his forefathers as well as the great devotees of all times. SB 1.15.45 Text 45 Text Sarvtamanunar Jagmar Bradarayah Kratanaskayah Kalinad Harma Matrina Drist Vasprastah Prajabuvi Word for Word Meanings Sarv, all his younger brothers, Tam, him, Anunar Jagna, left home by following the elder, Bradarayah, brothers, Kratanaskayah, decidedly, Kalina, by the age of Kali, Adharma, principle of irreligion, Matrina. By the friend, Drastva, observing, Sprastah, having overtaken, Praja. All citizens, beauty, on the earth. Translation. The younger brothers of Maharaja Yudhisthira observed that the age of Kali had already arrived throughout the world and that the citizens of the kingdom were already affected by a religious practice. Therefore they decided to follow in the footsteps of their elder brother. Purport. The younger brothers of Maharaja Yudhisthira were already obedient followers of the great emperor, and they had sufficiently been trained to know the ultimate goal of life. They therefore decidedly followed their eldest brother in rendering devotional service to Lord Sri Krishna. According to the principles of Sanatana Dharma, one must retire from family life after half the duration of life is finished and must engage himself in self-realization. But the question of engaging oneself is not always decided. Sometimes retired men are bewildered about how to engage themselves for the last days of life. Here is a decision by authorities like the Pandavas. All of them engaged themselves in favorably culturing the devotional service of the Lord Shri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to Svami Sritara, Dharma, Artha, Kama and Moksha, or fruitive activities, philosophical speculations and salvation, as conceived by several persons, are not the ultimate goal of life. They are more or less practiced by persons who have no information of the ultimate goal of life. The ultimate goal of life is already indicated by the Lord himself in the Bhagavad Gita, 18.64, and the Pandavas were intelligent enough to follow it without hesitation. SB 1.15.46 Text 46 Text Tesadhu Kratasarvarthajnavatayantikam Admanahmanasadareyamasarve Kunthakaranam Bujam Word for Word Meanings all of them, Sadhukrata, having performed everything worthy of a saint, Sarvartha, that which includes everything worthy, Jnatva, knowing it well, Atiantikam, the ultimate, Atmana, of the living being, Manasa, within the mind, Dereyamasa, sustained, Vakantha, the lord of the spiritual sky, Kirana Ambujam, the lotus feet. Translation. They all had performed all the principles of religion, and as a result rightly decided that the lotus feet of the Lord Shri Krishna are the supreme goal of all. Therefore they meditated upon his feet without interruption. PURPORT In the Bhagavad Gita, 7.28, the Lord says that only those who have done pious deeds in previous lives and have become freed from the results of all impious acts can concentrate upon the lotus feet of the supreme Lord Shri Krishna. The Pandavas, not only in this life but also in their previous lives, had always performed the supreme pious work, and thus they are ever free from all the reactions of impious work. It is quite reasonable, therefore, that they concentrated their minds upon the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord Shri Krishna. 
According to Sri Visvanathakravarti, Dharma, Artha, Kama and Moksha principles are accepted by persons who are not free from the results of impious action. Such persons affected with the contaminations of the above four principles cannot at once accept the lotus feet of the Lord in the spiritual sky. The Vaikuntha world is situated far beyond the material sky. The material sky is under the management of Burgadini, or the material energy of the Lord, but the Vaikuntha world is managed by the personal energy of the Lord. SB 1.15.47 SB 1.15.48 SB 1.15.47-48 Texts 47-48 Text Tadayanadritaya bhaktaya visata disanah paratesman nirayanapade ikantamateo gadam amapurdramapam tesabhir visayat madhyavid hudakamasas thenam virajanatmanavahai. Word for word meanings. Tat, that, Diana, positive meditation, atritaya, being freed from, bhaktaya, by a devotional attitude, visata, purified, disanah, by intelligence, pair, unto the transcendence, tesman, in that, nirayana. The personality of Godhead Shri Krishna, paid, unto the lotus feet, ekantamateya, of those who are fixed in the Supreme, who is one, madam. Destination, adapah, attained, dramapam, very difficult to obtain, t- by them, asabhya, by the materialists, visayatmadhya, absorbed in material needs, vidhyuda, washed off, kamasah, material contaminations, svenam, abode, virgina, without material passion, atmana eva, by the self-same body. Hi, certainly. Translation. Thus by pure consciousness due to constant devotional remembrance, they attained the spiritual sky, which is ruled over by the Supreme Narayana, Lord Krishna. This is attained only by those who meditate upon the one Supreme Lord without deviation. This abode of the Lord Shri Krishna, known as Yalokavrandavana, cannot be attained by persons who are absorbed in the material conception of life. But the Pandavas, being completely washed of all material contamination, attained that abode in their very same bodies. PURPORT According to Srila Jivagasvami, a person freed from the three modes of material qualities, namely goodness, passion and ignorance, and situated in transcendence can reach the highest perfection of life without change of body. Srila Sanatana Gosvami in his Hari Bhaktis Vilasa says that a person, whatever he may be, can attain the perfection of a twice-born Brahmana by undergoing the spiritual disciplinary actions under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master, exactly, as a chemist can turn gunmetal into gold by chemical manipulation. It is therefore the actual guidance that matters in the process of becoming a Brahmana, even without change of body, or in going back to Godhead without change of body. Srila Jivagasvami remarks that the word high used in this connection positively affirms this truth, and there is no doubt about this factual position. The Bhagavad Gita, 14.26 also affirms this statement of Srila Jivagasvami, when the Lord says that anyone who executes devotional service systematically without deviation can attain the perfection of Brahman by surpassing the contamination of the three modes of material nature, and when the Brahman perfection is still more advanced by the self-same execution of devotional service, there is no doubt at all that one can attain the supreme spiritual planet, Yalokavrandavana, without change of body as we have already discussed. In connection with the Lord's returning to his abode without a change of body. SB 1.15.49 Text 49 Text Viduropiparatayajaya Prabhase Ditam Admanah Krishnavasina Taxitah Pitrabhya Svaksayam Yaya Word for Word Meanings 
Vidura, Vidura, the uncle of Maharaja Yudhisthira, Api, also, Paratyajaya, after quitting the body, Prabhas, in the place of pilgrimage at Prabhasa, Ditamadmana, his body, Krishna, the personality of Godhead, Avasena, being absorbed in that thought, Tat, his, Sita, thoughts and actions, Petrabhya, along with the residents of Petraloka, Svaksayam, his own abode, Yaya, departed. Translation. Vidura, while on pilgrimage, left his body at Prabhasa. Because he was absorbed in thought of Lord Krishna, he was received by the denizens of Petraloka planet, where he returned to his original post. PURPORT The difference between the Pandavas and Vidura is that the Pandavas are eternal associates of the Lord, the personality of Godhead, whereas Vidura is one of the administrative demigods in charge of the Petraloka planet and is known as Yamaraja. Men are afraid of Yamaraja, because it is he only who awards punishment to the miscreants of the material world, but those who are devotees of the Lord have nothing to fear from him. To the devotees he is a cordial friend, but to the non-devotees he is fear personified. As we have already discussed, it is understood that Yamaraja was cursed by Mamduka Muni to be degraded as a Sudra, and therefore Vidura was an incarnation of Yamaraja. As an eternal servitor of the Lord, he displayed his devotional activities very ardently and lived a life of a pious man, so much so that a materialistic man like Dhritarashtra also got salvation by his instruction. So by his pious activities in the devotional service of the Lord he was able to always remember the lotus feet of the Lord, and thus he became washed of all contamination of a Sudra-born life. At the end he was again received by the denizens of Petraloka and posted in his original position. The demigods are also associates of the Lord without personal touch, whereas the direct associates of the Lord are in constant personal touch with him. The Lord and his personal associates incarnate in many universes without cessation. The Lord remembers them all, whereas the associates forget due to their being very minute parts and parcels of the Lord, they are apt to forget such incidents due to being infinitesimal. This is corroborated in the Bhagavad Gita, 4.5. SB 1.15.50. Text 50. Text. Draspati Katadajnaya Padinamanapexatam Vasudis Bhagavati Hayakantamadirapatam. Word for word meanings. Draspati, Draspati, the wife of the Pandavas, Ka, and Tada, at that time, Ajnaya, knowing Lord Krishna fully well, Padinam, of the husbands, and Apexatam, who did not care for her, Vasudis, unto Lord Vasudeva, Krishna, Bhagavati, the personality of Godhead, hi, exactly, ekanta, absolutely, mabha, concentration, apa, got, tam, him, the Lord. Translation. Draupadi also saw, that her husbands, without caring for her, were leaving home. She knew well about Lord Vasudeva, Krishna, the personality of Godhead. Both she and Sabadra became absorbed in thoughts of Krishna and attained the same results as their husbands. PURPORT when flying an airplane, one cannot take care of other planes. Everyone has to take care of his own plane, and if there is any danger, no other plane can help another in that condition. Similarly, at the end of life, when one has to go back home, back to Godhead, everyone has to take care of himself without help rendered by another. The help is, however, offered on the ground before flying in space. Similarly, the spiritual master, the father, the mother, the relatives, the husband and others can all render help during one's lifetime, but while crossing the sea one has to take care of himself and utilize the instructions formerly received. 
Draupadi had five husbands, and no one asked Draupadi to come. Draupadi had to take care of herself without waiting for her great husbands. And because she was already trained, she at once took to concentration upon the lotus feet of Lord Vasudeva, Krishna, the personality of Godhead. The wives also got the same result as their husbands, in the same manner that is to say, without changing their bodies they reached the destination of Godhead. Srila Visvanathakakravarti Thakura suggests that both Draupadi and Subhadra, although her name is not mentioned herein, got the same result. None of them had to quit the body. SB 1.15.51 Text 51 Text Yahsranhayated Bhagavad Priyanam Pandasudanam Idhisam Prayanam Sranati Alam Svastayanam Pavitram Labdhaharabaktam Apadisinim Word for Word Meanings Yah, anyone who, Sranhaya, with devotion, it, this, Bhagavad Priyanam, of those who are very dear to the Personality of Godhead, Panda, of Pandu, Sudanam, of the sons, Iti, thus, Samprayanam, departure for the ultimate goal, Sranoti, hears, Alam, only, Svastayanam, good fortune, Pavitram, perfectly pure, Labdhava, by obtaining, Hera, unto God. Supreme Lord, Bhaktam, devotional service, Apadi, gains, Sinhim, Perfection. Translation. The subject of the departure of the sons of Pandu for the ultimate goal of life, back to Godhead, is fully auspicious and is perfectly pure. Therefore anyone who hears this narration with devotional faith certainly gains the devotional service of the Lord, the highest perfection of life. Purport. Srimad Bhagavatam is a narration about the personality of Godhead and the devotees of the Lord like the Pandavas. The narration of the personality of Godhead and his devotees is absolute in itself, and thus to hear it with a devotional attitude is to associate with the Lord and constant companions of the Lord. By the process of hearing Srimad Bhagavatam one can attain the highest perfection of life, namely going back home, back to Godhead, without failure. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the first canto, 15th chapter, of the Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled The Pandavas Retire Timely. SB 1.16 How Pirixit Received the Age of Kali 16. How Pirixit Received the Age of Kali SB 1.16.1 Text 1. Text. Sudhuvakatadah Pirixit Vijavarai Sikseya Madhimata Bhagavatah Sasisahayatha Hai Sutayamad Vijatakavadah Samadizan Viprahmatad Gunas Tatha. Word for Word Meanings. Sutahyuvaka, Sudhagasvami said, Tadah, thereafter, Pirixit, Maharaja Pirixit, Vijavaraya, the great twice-born Brahmanas, Sikseya, by their instructions, Madhim, the earth, Matabhagavata, the great devotee, Sasisa, ruled, hot, in the past, Yatha, as they told it, hi. Certainly, Sutayam, at the time of his birth, and Vijitakavita, expert astrologers at the time of birth, Samadizan, gave their opinions, Vipra, O Brahmanas, Matadguna, great qualities, Tatha, true to that. Translation. Sudagasvami said, O learned Brahmanas, Maharaja Pirixit then began to rule over the world as a great devotee of the Lord under the instructions of the best of the twice-born Brahmanas. He ruled by those great qualities which were foretold by expert astrologers at the time of his birth. PURPORT At the time of Maharaja Pirixit's birth, the expert astrologer Brahmanas foretold some of his qualities. Maharaja Pirixit developed all those qualities, being a great devotee of the Lord. The real qualification is to become a devotee of the Lord, and gradually all the good qualities worthy of possession develop. Maharaja Pirixit was a Matabhagavata, 
or a first-class devotee, who was not only well-versed in the science of devotion but also able to convert others to become devotees by his transcendental instructions. Maharaja Pariksit was, therefore, a devotee of the first order, and thus he used to consult great sages and learned Brahmanas, who could advise him by the Sastras how to execute the state administration. Such great kings were more responsible than modern elected executive heads, because they obliged the great authorities by following their instructions left in Vedic literatures. There was no need for impractical fools to enact daily a new legislative bill and to conveniently alter it again and again to serve some purpose. The rules and regulations were already set forth by great sages like Manu, Yajnavakaya, Pirasara and other liberated sages, and the enactments were all suitable for all ages in all places. Therefore the rules and regulations were standard and without flaw or defect. Kings like Maharaja Pariksit had their council of advisors, and all the members of that council were either great sages or brahmanas of the first order. They did not accept any salary, nor had they any necessity for such salaries. The state would get the best advice without expenditure. They were themselves Samadarsi. Equal to everyone, both man and animal. They would not advise the king to give protection to man and instruct him to kill the poor animals. Such council members were not fools or representatives to compose a fool's paradise. They were all self-realized souls, and they knew perfectly well how all living beings in the state would be happy, both in this life and in the next. They were not concerned with the hedonistic philosophy of eat, drink, be merry and enjoy. They were philosophers in the real sense, and they knew well what is the mission of human life. Under all these obligations, the advisory council of the king would give correct directions, and the king or executive head, being himself a qualified devotee of the Lord, would scrutinizingly follow them for the welfare of the state. The state in the days of Maharaja Yudhisthira or Maharaja Pariksit was a welfare state in the real sense of the term, because no one wasn't happy in that state, be he man or animal. Maharaja Pariksit was an ideal king for a welfare state of the world. SB 1.16.2. Text 2. Text. Satarasayatanayamapayimairavatam janamajayadams kacharastasayamadpadayatsudan. Word for word meanings. Sat, he, Adarasaya, of King Adara, Tanayam, daughter, Apayim, married, Iravatam, Iravati, Janamajayadin, headed by Maharaja Janamajaya, Kachara, for, Tasayam, in her, Adpadayat, begot, Sudan. Sons. Translation. King Pirixit married the daughter of King Adara and begot four sons, headed by Maharaja Janamajaya. PURPORT Maharaja Adara was the son of Virat and maternal uncle of Maharaja Pirixit. Iravati, being the daughter of Maharaja Adara, was the cousin-sister of Maharaja Pirixit, but cousin-brothers and sisters were allowed to get married, if they did not belong to the same gatra, or family. In the Vedic system of marriage, the importance of the gatra, or family, was stressed. Arjuna also married Sabhadra, although she was his maternal cousin-sister. Janamajaya, one of the Rajarsi kings and the famous son of Maharaja Pariksit. His mother's name was Iravati, or according to some, Madravati. Maharaja Janamajaya begot two sons of the names Jnatanika and Sankhya He celebrated several sacrifices in the Kiruksetra pilgrimage site, and he had three younger brothers named Rudasena, Agrasena and Damasena II. He invaded Taxasila, Ajanta, and he decided to avenge the unlawful curse upon his great father, Maharaja Pariksit. 
he performed a great sacrifice called Sarpayajna, to kill the race of serpents, including the Taxika, which had given his father to death. On request from many influential demigods and sages, he had to change his decision to kill the race of snakes, but despite stopping the sacrifice, he satisfied everyone concerned in the sacrifice by rewarding them properly. In the ceremony, Mahamuni Vyasadeva also was present, and he personally narrated the history of the Battle of Hiruksatra before the king. Later on by the order of Vyasadeva, his disciple Vaisampayana narrated before the king the subject matter of Mahabharata. He was much affected by his great father's untimely death and was very anxious to see him again, and he expressed his desire before the great sage Vyasadeva. Vyasadeva also fulfilled his desire. His father was present before him, and he worshipped both his father and Vyasadeva with great respect and pomp. Being fully satisfied, he most munificently gave charities to the Brahmanas present at the sacrifice. SB 1.16.3 Text 3 Text Ajaharasvamentum stringangayam buridaxinan saradvatam gyurum kratvadeva yatraxi Word for word meanings. Ajatara, performed, asvamentum, horse sacrifices, trin, three, gangayam, the bank of the gangs, buri, sufficiently, daxinan, rewards, saradvatam, unto kratakaraya, gyurum, spiritual master, kratvat, having selected, dimah, the demigods, yatra, wherein, axi, eyes, gakaraya, within the purview. Translation. Maharaja Pirixit, after having selected Kripakariya for guidance, as his spiritual master, performed three horse sacrifices on the banks of the gangs. These were executed with sufficient rewards for the attendants. And at these sacrifices, even the common man could see demigods. Purport. It appears from this verse that interplanetary travel by the denizens of higher planets is easy. In many statements in Bhagavatam, we have observed that the demigods from heaven used to visit this earth to attend sacrifices performed by influential kings and emperors. Herein also we find that during the time of the horse sacrifice ceremony of Maharaja Pirixit, the demigods from other planets were visible even to the common man, due to the sacrificial ceremony. The demigods are not generally visible to common men, as the Lord is not visible. But as the Lord, by his causeless mercy, descends to be visible to the common man, similarly the demigods also become visible to the common man by their own grace. Although celestial beings are not visible to the naked eyes of the inhabitants of this earth, it was due to the influence of Maharaja Pirixit that the demigods also agreed to be visible. The kings used to spend lavishly during such sacrifices, as a cloud distributes rains. A cloud is nothing but another form of water, or, in other words, the waters of the earth transform into clouds. Similarly, the charity made by the kings in such sacrifices are but another form of the taxes collected from the citizens. But, as the rains fall down very lavishly and appear to be more than necessary, the charity made by such kings also seems to be more than what the citizen needs. Satisfied citizens will never organize agitation against the king, and thus there was no need in changing the monarchial state. Even for a king like Maharaja Pirixit there was need of a spiritual master for guidance. Without such guidance one cannot make progress in spiritual life. The spiritual master must be bona fide, and one who wants to have self-realization must approach and take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master to achieve real success. SB 1.16.4 Text 4. Text. Majagrahajasavira kalim did vijayak vasatnrapalingadaram sudram gnatam gomadunam pada. 
Word-for-word meanings. Nijagraha, sufficiently punished, Ajasa, by prowess, Vira, valiant hero, Kalim, unto Kali, the master of the age, did Vijay, on his way to conquer the world, Vasat, once upon a time, Nrapalingadaram, one who passes in the dress of a king, Sadram, the lower class, Natam, herding, Gomadunam, a cow and bull, Pada, on the leg. Translation. Once, when Maharaja Pirixit was on his way to conquer the world, he saw the master of Kaliyuga, who was lower than a Sadra, disguised as a king and hurting the legs of a cow and bull. The king at once caught hold of him to deal sufficient punishment. PURPORT The purpose of a king's going out to conquer the world is not for self-aggrandizement. Maharaja Pirixit went out to conquer the world after his ascendance to the throne, but this was not for the purpose of aggression on other states. He was the emperor of the world, and all small states were already under his regime. His purpose in going out was to see how things were going on in terms of the godly state. The king, being the representative of the Lord, has to execute the will of the Lord duly. There is no question of self-aggrandizement. Thus as soon as Maharaja Pirixit saw that a lower-class man in the dress of a king was hurting the legs of a cow and a bull, at once he arrested and punished him. The king cannot tolerate insults to the most important animal, the cow, nor can he tolerate disrespect for the most important man, the Brahmana. Human civilization means to advance the cause of Brahminical culture, and to maintain it, cow protection is essential. There is a miracle in milk, for it contains all the necessary vitamins to sustain human physiological conditions for higher achievements. Brahminical culture can advance only when man is educated to develop the quality of goodness, and for this there is a prime necessity of food prepared with milk, fruits and grains. Maharaja Pirixit was astonished to see that a black sadra, dressed like a ruler, was mistreating a cow, the most important animal in human society. The age of Kali means mismanagement and quarrel. And the root cause of all mismanagement and quarrel is that worthless men with the modes of lower class men, who have no higher ambition in life come to the helm of the state management. Such men at the post of a king are sure to first hurt the cow and the Brahminical culture, thereby pushing all society towards hell. Maharaja Pirixit, trained, as he was, got the scent of this root cause of all quarrel in the world. Thus he wanted to stop it in the very beginning. SB 1.16.5 Text 5 Text Sonika Yuvaka Kasaya Hadar Najagraha Kalim Did Vijayan Rapahan Radiva Sina DHRK Sadrakao Sagamiyahapadavana Tatkathaya Damatabaga Yadi Krishnakathasrayam Word for word meanings Sonika Yuvaka, Sonika Rsi said, Kasaya, for what, Hata, reason, Najagraha, sufficiently punished, Kalim, the master of the age of Kali, did Vijay, during the time of his world tour, Nrapah, the king in Ardiva. Royal person, Sina DHRK decorated like, Sadraka, lowest of the Sadras, Asa, he, Gam, Pau, Yah, one who, Pada Avanat, struck on the leg, Tat, all that, Kathayadam, please describe, Matabaga, O greatly fortunate one, Yadi, if, however, Krishnat, about Krishnat, Kathayasrayam, related with his topics. Translation. Sonic RC inquired, why did Maharaja Pirixit simply punish him, since he was the lowest of the Sudras, having dressed as a king and having struck a cow on the leg? Please describe all these incidents, if they relate to the topics of Lord Krishna. PURPORT Sonika and the Ursus were astonished to hear that the pious Maharaja Pirixit simply punished the culprit and did not kill him. 
This suggests that a pious king like Maharaja Pirikshit should have at once killed an offender who wanted to cheat the public by dressing like a king and at the same time daring to insult the purest of the animals, a cow. The Ursus in those days, however, could not even imagine that in the advanced days of the age of Kali the lowest of the Sudras will be elected, as administrators and will open organized slaughterhouses for killing cows. Anyway, although hearing about a Sudraka who was a cheat and insulter of a cow was not very interesting to the great Ursus, they nevertheless wanted to hear about it to see if the event had any connection with Lord Krishna. They were simply interested in the topics of Lord Krishna, for anything that is dovetailed with the narration of Krishna is worth hearing. There are many topics in the Bhagavatam about sociology, politics, economics, cultural affairs, etc., but all of them are in relation with Krishna, and therefore all of them are worth hearing. Krishna is the purifying ingredient in all matters, regardless of what they are. In the mundane world, everything is impure due to its being a product of the three mundane qualities. The purifying agent, however, is Krishna. SB 1.16.6 Text 6 Text Athavasaya Kadambhaja Makarandalitam Sadam Kim Enyara Sadalaparayuzo Yad Asadvaya Word for word meanings. Athava, otherwise, Asaya, of his, Lord Krishna's, Padaambhaja, lotus feet, Makarandalitam, of those who lick the honey from such a lotus flower, Sadam, of those who are to exist eternally, Kim Enya, what is the use of anything else, Asat, illusory, Alape, topics, Ayusa, of the duration of life, yet, that which is, Asadvaya, unnecessary waste of life. Translation the devotees of the Lord are accustomed to licking up the honey available from the lotus feet of the Lord. What is the use of topics which simply waste one's valuable life? PURPORT Lord Krishna and his devotees are both on the transcendental plane, therefore the topics of Lord Krishna and of his pure devotees are equally good. The battle of Eruxatra is full of politics and diplomacy, but because the topics are related with Lord Krishna, the Bhagavad is therefore adored all over the world. There is no need to eradicate politics, economics, sociology, etc., which are mundane to the mundaners. To a pure devotee, who is actually related with the Lord, such mundane things are transcendental, if dovetailed with the Lord or with his pure devotees. We have heard and talked about the activities of the Pandavas, and we now are dealing with the topics of Maharaja Pirikshit, but because all these topics are related to the Lord Shri Krishna, they are all transcendental, and pure devotees have great interest in hearing them. We have already discussed this matter in connection with the prayers of Disvadeva. Our duration of life is not very long, and there is no certainty of when we shall be ordered to leave everything for the next stage. Thus it is our duty to see that not a moment of our life is wasted in topics which are not related with Lord Krishna. Any topic, however pleasant, is not worth hearing if it is devoid of its relation to Krishna. The spiritual planet, Galokavrandavana, the eternal abode of Lord Krishna, is shaped like the whirl of a lotus flower. Even when the Lord descends to any one of the mundane planets, he does so by manifesting his own abode, as it is. Thus his feet remain always on the same big whirl of the lotus flower. His feet are also as beautiful as the lotus flower. Therefore it is said that Lord Krishna has lotus feet. A living being is eternal by constitution. He is, so to speak, in the whirlpool of birth and death due to his contact with material energy. 
freed from such material energy, a living entity is liberated and is eligible to return home, back to Godhead. Those who want to live forever without changing their material bodies should not waste valuable time with topics other than those relating to Lord Krishna and his devotees. SB 1.16.7 Text 7 Text Xadreusam Ranamam Amartinam Ratamika Demihapahuto Bagavan Ratai Samatra Karmani. Word for word meanings. Xadra, very small, Ausam, of the duration of life, Nranam, of the human beings, and Osudagasvami, Martinam, of those who are sure to meet death, Ratam, eternal life, Ikadam, of those who desire it, Iha, Hirin, of the Huta, called for being present, Bagavan, representing the Lord, Mratai, the controller of death, Yamaraja, Samatra, suppressing, Karmani, performances. Point. Translation. O Sudagasvami, there are those amongst men who desire freedom from death and get eternal life. They escape the slaughtering process by calling the controller of death, Yamaraja. PURPORT The living entity, as he develops from lower animal life to a higher human being and gradually to higher intelligence, becomes anxious to get free from the clutches of death. Modern scientists try to avoid death by physiochemical advancement of knowledge, but alas, the controller of death, Yamaraja, is so cruel that he does not spare even the very life of the scientist himself. The scientist, who puts forward the theory of stopping death by advancement of scientific knowledge, becomes himself a victim of death, when he is called by Yamaraja. What to speak of stopping death, no one can enhance the short period of life even by a fraction of a moment. The only hope of suspending the cruel slaughtering process of Yamaraja is to call him to hear and chant the holy name of the Lord. Yamaraja is a great devotee of the Lord, and he likes to be invited to courteous and sacrifices by the pure devotees, who are constantly engaged in the devotional service of the Lord. Thus the great sages, headed by Sonika and others, invited Yamaraja to attend the sacrifice performed at Namasaraniya. This was good for those who did not want to die. SB 1.16.8 Text 8 Text Nakas in Riyat Tavad Yavad Asta I Hantakah and Adartham Hai Bagavana Hutah Paramarsidhahalo in Arlopidah Harilalan Rudam Vakah Word for word meanings Nat, not, Kasat, anyone, Riyat, will die, Tavat, so long, Yavat as long as, Ast, is present, Iha, Hirin, and Takah, one who causes the end of life, it, this, Artham, reason, Hi, certainly, Bhagavan, the representative of the Lord, Ahuta, invited, Parabur by the great sages, Aho, alas, in our loop, in human society, Pida, let them drink, Harilila, transcendental pastimes of the Lord, Amritam. Nectar for eternal life, Vakah, narrations. Translation. As long as Yamaraja, who causes everyone's death is present here, no one shall meet with death. The great sages have invited the controller of death, Yamaraja, who is the representative of the Lord. Living beings who are under his grip should take advantage by hearing the deathless nectar in the form of this narration of the transcendental pastimes of the Lord. PURPORT Every human being dislikes meeting death, but he does not know how to get rid of death. The surest remedy for avoiding death is to accustom oneself to hearing the nectarian pastimes of the Lord, as they are systematically narrated in the text of Srimad Bhagavatam. It is advised herein, therefore, that any human being who desires freedom from death should take to this course of life, as recommended by the Ursus headed by Sonika. SB 1.16.9 Text 9 Text 
Mandasaya manda prajnasaya vale mandeusis kave nidraya hriyat naktam diva kavayarthakarmanya. Word for word meanings. Mandasaya, of the lazy, manda, paltry, prajnasaya, of intelligence, vaya, age, manda, short, ausa, of duration of life, ka, and, vay. Exactly, nidraya, by sleeping, hriyat, passes away, naktam, night, diva, daytime, ka, also, vayartha, for nothing. Karmania, by activities. Translation. Lazy human beings with paltry intelligence and a short duration of life pass the night sleeping and the day performing activities that are for naught. Purport. The less intelligent do not know the real value of the human form of life. The human form is a special gift of material nature in the course of her enforcing stringent laws of miseries upon the living being. It is a chance to achieve the highest boon of life, namely to get out of the entanglement of repeated birth and death. The intelligent take care of this important gift by strenuously endeavoring to get out of the entanglement. But the less intelligent are lazy and unable to evaluate the gift of the human body to achieve liberation from the material bondage, they become more interested in so-called economic development and work very hard throughout life simply for the sense enjoyment of the temporary body. Sense enjoyment is also allowed to the lower animals by the law of nature, and thus a human being is also destined to a certain amount of sense enjoyment according to his past or present life. But one should definitely try to understand that sense enjoyment is not the ultimate goal of human life. Herein it is said that during the daytime one works for nothing, because the aim is nothing but sense enjoyment. We can particularly observe how the human being is engaged for nothing in the great cities and industrial towns. There are so many things manufactured by human energy, but they are all meant for sense enjoyment, and not for getting out of material bondage. And after working hard during the daytime, a tired man either sleeps or engages in sex habits at night. That is the program of materialistic civilized life for the less intelligent. Therefore they are designated herein as lazy, unfortunate and short-lived. SB 1.16.10 Text 10 Text Suda yuvakuyata pirixit kurujangayal vasat kalim pravistam nijakakravartite nisamaya vardamanatiprayam tadahsurasanam samayudasandiradade Word for word meanings. Suta yuvaka, suda gosvami said, yada, when, pirixit, maharaja pirixit, kurujangayal, in the capital of Kuru's empire, Avasat, was residing, Kalim, the symptoms of the age of Kali, Pravistam, entered, Nijakakravartite, within his jurisdiction, Nisamaya, thus hearing, Vardam, news, Anatiprayam, not very palatable, Tadah, thereafter, Sarasanam. Arrows and bow, Samayuda, having gotten a chance for, Sondah. Martial activities, Adad, took up. Translation. Sudagasvami said, while Maharaja Pirixit was residing in the capital of the Kura Empire, the symptoms of the age of Kali began to infiltrate within the jurisdiction of his state. When he learned about this, he did not think the matter very palatable. This did, however, give him a chance to fight. He took up his bow and arrows and prepared himself for military activities. PURPORT the state administration of Maharaja Pirixit was so perfect that he was sitting in his capital peacefully. But he got the news that the symptoms of the age of Kali had already infiltrated into the jurisdiction of his state, and he did not like this news. What are the symptoms of the age of Kali? They are, 1. Illicit connection with women, 2. Indulgence in meat-eating, 3. Intoxication and, 4. Taking pleasure in gambling. 
The age of Kali literally means the age of quarrel, and the above-mentioned four symptoms in human society are the root causes for all kinds of quarrel. Maharaja Pirikshit heard that some of the people of the state had already taken to those symptoms, and he wanted to take immediate steps against such causes of unrest. This means that at least up to the regime of Maharaja Pirikshit, such symptoms of public life were practically unknown, and as soon as they were slightly detected, he wanted to root them out. The news was not palatable for him, but in a way it was, because Maharaja Pirikshit got a chance to fight. There was no need to fight with small states, because everyone was peacefully under his subordination, but the Kali Yuga miscreants gave his fighting spirit a chance for exhibition. A perfect Ksatriya king is always jubilant as soon as he gets a chance to fight, just as a sportsman is eager when there is a chance for a sporting match. It is no argument that in the age of Kali such symptoms are predestined. If so, then why was there preparation for fighting out such symptoms? Such arguments are offered by lazy and unfortunate men. In the rainy season, rain is predestined, and yet people take precautions to protect themselves. Similarly, in the age of Kali the symptoms, as above mentioned are sure to infiltrate into social life, but it is the duty of the state to save the citizens from the association of the agents of the age of Kali. Maharaja Pirikshit wanted to punish the miscreants indulging in the symptoms of Kali, and thus save the innocent citizens who were pure in habit by culture of religion. It is the duty of the king to give such protection, and Maharaja Pirikshit was perfectly right when he prepared himself to fight. SB 1.16.11 Text 11 Text Svalankritam Siamatiranga Yajitam Ratham Rajendrad Vajamasritah Purit Vratorafasvad Vipapati Yatayas Vasanayadig Vijaya Nergatah. Word for word meanings. Sualankritam, very well decorated, Siama, black, Tiranga, horses, Yajitam, tackled, Ratham, chariot, Mrgahindra, line, Tvajam, flagged, Asritah, under the protection, Purit, from the capital, Vratah. Surrounded by, Ratha, charioteers, Asvath, Cavalry, Tvipapati, elephants, Yataya, thus being equipped, Svasanaya, along with infantry, Digvijaya, for the purpose of conquering, Nergata, went out. Translation. Maharaja Pirikshit sat on a chariot drawn by black horses. His flag was marked with the sign of a line. Being so decorated and surrounded by charioteers, cavalry, elephants and infantry soldiers, he left the capital to conquer in all directions. Purport. Maharaja Pirikshit is distinguished from his grandfather Arjuna, for black horses pulled his chariot instead of white horses. He marked his flag with the mark of a line, and his grandfather marked his with the mark of Hanumanji. A royal procession like that of Maharaja Pirikshit surrounded by well-decorated chariots, cavalry, elephants, infantry and band not only is pleasing to the eyes, but also is a sign of a civilization that is aesthetic even on the fighting front. SB 1.16.12. Text 12. Text. Badrasvam kitumalam kabaratam kagaran kiran kimpira sadini varsani vijitaya jagrahalim. Word for word meanings. Badrasvam, badrasva, kitumalam, kitumala, ka, also, baratam, barata, ka, and, agaran, the northern countries, kiran, the kingdom of the Kuru dynasty, kimpirosa adini, a country beyond the northern side of the Himalayas, varsani, Parts of the Earth Planet, Vijitaya, Conquering, Jagra, Exacted, Balim, Strength. Translation. Maharaja Pirikshit then conquered all parts of the earthly planet, Badrasva, Kitumala, Bharata, the northern Kuru, 
Impurusa, etc., and exacted tributes from their respective rulers. Purport. Badrasva, it is a tract of land near Mariparvata, and it extends from Gandhamadana Parvata to the salt water ocean. There is a description of this Varsa in the Mahabharata, Bismaparva 7.1418. The description was narrated by Sanjaya to Dhritarashtra. Maharaja Yudhisthira also conquered this Varsa, and thus the province was included within the jurisdiction of his empire. Maharaja Pirikshit was formerly declared to be the emperor of all lands ruled by his grandfather, but still he had to establish his supremacy, while he was out of his capital to exact tribute from such states. Kitumala, this earth planet is divided into seven dvipas by seven oceans, and the central dvipa, called Jambudvipa, is divided into nine varsas, or parts, by eight huge mountains. Bharatavarsa is one of the above-mentioned nine varsas, and Kitumala is also described as one of the above varsas. It is said that in Kitumala Varsa, women are the most beautiful. This varsa was conquered by Arjuna also. A description of this part of the world is available in the Mahabharata, Sabha 28.6. It is said that this part of the world is situated on the western side of the Mariparvata, and inhabitants of this province used to live up to 10,000 years, Bismaparva 6.31. Human beings living in this part of the globe are of golden color, and the women resemble the angels of heaven. The inhabitants are free from all kinds of diseases and grief. Bharatavarsa, this part of the world is also one of the nine varsas of the Jambudvipa. A description of Bharatavarsa is given in the Mahabharata, Bismaparva, chapters 9 and 10. In the center of Jambudvipa is Ilavranavarsa, and south of Ilavranavarsa is Harivarsa. The description of these varsas is given in the Mahabharata, Sabhaparva 28.78, as follows. Nagarams Kavanams Kavanadis Kavanalana Kahpiruzan Diva Kalpams Kanaris Kapriya Darsanah. Adrastapurvan Subagan Sabdadarsa Dananjaya Sadanani Kasabrani Naris Kapsarasam Nibhah. It is mentioned here that the women in both these varsas are beautiful, and some of them are equal to the Apsaras, or heavenly women. Adrakiru, according to Vedic geography, the northernmost portion of Janbudvipa is called Adrakiru Varsa. It is surrounded by the salt water ocean from three sides and divided by Srangavan Mountain from the Hiranmaya Varsa. Kimpirosa Varsa, it is stated to be situated north of the Great Himalaya Mountain, which is 80,000 miles in length and height and which covers 16,000 miles in width. These parts of the world were also conquered by Arjuna, Sabha 28.12. The Kimpirosas are descendants of a daughter of Daksa. When Maharaja Yudhisthira performed a horse sacrifice yajna, the inhabitants of these countries were also present to take part in the festival, and they paid tributes to the emperor. This part of the world is called Kimpirosa Varsa, or sometimes the Himalayan provinces, Himavati. It is said that Sukadeva Gosvami was born in these Himalayan provinces and that he came to Bharatavarsa after crossing the Himalayan countries. In other words, Maharaja Pirikshit conquered all the world. He conquered all the continents adjoining all the seas and oceans in all directions, namely the eastern, western, northern and southern parts of the world. SB 1.16.13 SB 1.16.14 SB 1.16.15 SB 1.16.14-15 Texts 13-15 Text 
Tatra Tatra Pasram Vanas Vasparvasam Mahatmanam Prajiyamanam Kayasah Krishna Mahatmaya Supakam Admanam Kapiritra Damasvat Femino Strategis Ahsnetam Kavrasni Parthanam Tesam Bactam Kakasav Tebhaya Paramisantustah Priti Ajdram Hidalakanah Matadananiva Samsi Gadaharan Matamana. Word for word meanings. Tatra Tatra, everywhere the king visited, a Pasranvana, continuously he heard, Svasparvasam, about his own forefathers, Mataatmanam, who were all great devotees of the Lord, Prajiyamanam, unto those who were thus addressing, Kas, also, Yasa, glories, Krishna, Lord Krishna, Mahatmaya, glorious acts, Supakam, indicating, Atmanam, his personal self, Kas, also, Piritritam, delivered, Asvatthamna, of Asvatthama, Astra, weapon, Tejasah, powerful, 